to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a, like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Hello, Seattle. Welcome to a sunny Thursday. Pumpkin Gas live from Jimmy's on first, right across the street from a little old baseball stadium called Safeco Field, where the Mariners, the hometown nine, will be in action a little bit later today. Glorious day for a game of baseball. Gas and I, not quite drunk yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are getting there because we're going over to the game today, and I want to be nice, well, and lubed up. And before I go in that stadium, I'm, I'm going to buy a big can of chew, and I'm going to spit it on everybody that sits in front of me. So so the, uh, we're going to ban chew from Safeco. I, I saw the headline. Yeah. I've had a hectic morning, and I didn't have yes. time to read everything. Well, so. before we get into that, I'd like, I'd like for people, because we both, listen, you live in a big city now. you got to mm-hmm. deal with traffic. I've got to listen to my sister. God bless her to mm-hmm. death. Bitch mm-hmm. and moan at me every day almost about how bad the traffic in Los Angeles is. That's where she lives, down in L.A. I've got it. It takes me two hours to get to work. I'm like, well, yeah, but you live like it's like 20 miles away. I get it. Right, right. Uh, and I, so I sent her a text this morning. I'm like, it took me 50 minutes to get from Ballard down to Safeco Field. I, that's, it's like six miles. I don't even know if it's six miles. It's like five miles. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So don't tell me about your traffic. But, I mean, I thought I was having a bad traffic day. And well, really was made much worse when I was getting off the viaduct coming down here to downtown because it was weird. There were all these great, big, large trucks carrying things uh-huh, yeah. that were stopping the traffic. And yeah. I thought to myself, man, you know what? They were right. We, didn't, we don't need another stadium down here, especially a basketball stadium, because they play so many of their basketball games. In the afternoon, that's you know. If anyone who follows the NBA knows, over the years, twelve thirty starts are the norm in the NBA. So, yeah. so they were right about that. But then you tell me your well, travel I, yeah. adventure from uh, the island today. Just, I'm, I'm just I, this, this. I like stories that I can tell where I end up being the one hundred percent dumbass in the story. I mean, there's, we all do. There's no one else I can blame for this but me. Uh, and my own dumbassery. So my wife and I, one of the things, we, you know, we, we live on Whidbey Island, so you have to plan trips. You have to kind of think about, okay, how are we doing this? And if there's anything out of the ordinary, you've got to think about how are we going to do this and pull this off Let today? me just interrupt for a quick second because I, I failed to mention this. We're about six minutes away. Mariners reliever Nick Vincent oh, is going to join the old radio program. And uh, I thought uh, we, we thought this was going to happen last night. Jackson working very hard with the mm. Mariners on it. And then, of course, if you watched the game last night, I'm thinking, like, I send Jackson a text. I go, uh, I don't know if Nick Vincent's going to come on tomorrow. Sure he will. He, he's, but he's going to still come on, so we, no, we appreciate that. He's a good dude, and he's been in the game long enough to know. But it is the first rule of Sports Talk Radio. You schedule a reliever, they will get rocked the night before. It just, <laughs> it's the first rule of radio. And, and, and I'm, we First really... question. Nick, it uh, didn't appear uh, you had your stuff last you were... night. <laughs> <laughs> Are you talking about last night or talking right. about your dog? So back to, back to the, uh, the adventures so, from the island. So we're, we're planning everything, and we finally said we're going to come down together today because I'm doing the game game and everything and finally she says no i gotta do my own thing so it's okay so she's gonna do her <laughs> How many own times thing. does she do that lots you know she don't want to be saddled <laughs> to my problems so i'm like this is fine i'm gonna take the last express uh-huh. bus which leaves the the ferry dock at muckleteo at uh at 755 it's gonna drop me downtown about nine i'll have a nice half hour walk down here to jimmy's then i'll take the train home tonight it's i'm gonna be mass transit mike and i love it i, I absolutely love doing that and i don't like being the other you know I, I i feel bad being another car on the freeway we got enough of those so I'm, I'm sitting there now, I've, in order to make the last bus, which leaves at 7.55, one would have to be on the 7.30 ferry. 
completely oblivious to this. It's not like it's the first time I've done it. I just have my normal morning this morning. I take the dog for a walk. I'm admiring the Olympic Mountains. Everything's beautiful. It's great. I come back. I make a, a delicious scrambled egg and spinach breakfast oh, casserole. You're a five-star chef. A five-star chef. And I'm just uh, and I'm driving down. And I'm just God. This is great. It's a beautiful day. I'm gonna. It's gonna. I'm gonna take the bus and listen to some music on the way and get my head straight to deal with Puck for three hours because that's no. That's <laughs> Maybe no a morning easy. cocktail. Maybe a morning cocktail if the, if the bus is serving anything. If the bus driver has it. And it hits me as I'm watching the ferry pull out. I'm like, that's the boat I need to be on <laughs> to get over there. Because if I get on this, this next boat, which is the one I'm timing to get on, I, it, it's in. So, oh, and, and the, the, I guess the upshoot of the story is who cares, right? I mean, what the hell? Everybody has their own problems. Uh, uh, I love traffic problems. I, I love I, traffic issues. I pulled off the road for about a minute and thought about various options and then thought about who I could blame. And then, you know, I looked up and there was a big arrow over my head going, dumbass, were, were dumbass. Any, were any of the options. I'm sick. No, because I want to go to the game. I mean, which, which I, I guess I could have done both. Yeah, of course well, you could. I can't been, make it to the show yeah. today, but I'll be at the game. Yeah. And then you hashtag okay. where I root, and then you're up on Root Sports. No, I show up and drop you off the ticket because we're in the game together. Hey, Puck, oh. I feel a lot better now. Here's your oh, ticket. Here you so. I would not have felt bad. Well, this will be fun today because, you know, as much as I want to see the Marineros get a win, I want to see them hit the ball a little bit. It's funny how fast it stacks up, isn't it? I want All to of sit a sudden, in the sun, and I know that it's not going to be it's 60. Well, it's, 60's fine for sitting me. Sitting in the sun will be fine, and, and we will be. Um but you know, all of a sudden, three out of four games, you just haven't hit the ball at all, and and you know, you're you're not you're not ever giving your pitcher any any latitude to right. make mistakes. You know, one of the four runs uh, and fourteen hits in the last three games, not good. Yeah, you know, and and, and you could kind of see it coming. I mean, the 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 can stack up. Now, here's the thing: you get a win today or a win tomorrow, and you're staying on the the legendary the, gas man pace. And that put and the gas man pace puts you at if you if, please explain to everyone you win if they're at, they're wondering what is the gas man pace. Go five and four every nine games, you will win ninety games. Perfect. Five. So you don't have to dominate to get to ninety wins. You go five and four every nine games, and they were five and four after nine games this year. And if they were to win one of their next two, I think they'll be ten and eight, which would mean they'd be five and four for a second consecutive nine game stretch. You're 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 pacing to win ninety if you do that. What do we what do we, what do we think takes? Uh, and they didn't win last night, so it doesn't work. It, this doesn't make sense to do this, but mm-hmm. but I'll do it anyways because I wanted to do it yesterday. Uh, the I, I eighty seven wins get them in the playoffs. It's you a, never it's, know, yeah, but it's hard to say. Look, could be you know, close. I think the, that gets them in the one game playoff. What's the old thing we always say? Would you take it right now? Would you take eighty seven? Yeah, I think I'd probably take eighty seven wins so right now. Magic number seventy eight. Take my take my chances. Of, I'm going of magic. Magic number already is seventy eight. Magic number to get to eighty seven yeah. is seventy eight, yeah. and and uh, they that Monday night game. It was so <laughs> crucial to get that, and then you know you don't want to lose the next three. It's like you don't want to try. But uh, boy, the Astros look good. Well, I mean, just look who you're going up against. I mean, yeah, you know, you look at Dallas Keuchel, and maybe a few years ago he's he's the best pitcher on the staff, and then of course is you know maybe taking a step back, and then and then you get Lance McCullers, then then you get the best. You know, I mean, statistically he's having the best season of these guys uh, in in terms of the starting Garrett Cole yesterday with that beautiful hair, and I think he had a little soul glow in that. Remember soul glow? I think he had a little bit out of it coming to America. He sits down. Remember, he sits yeah, down on the yeah, couch. Yeah, and he's right. Sustained. I mean, that guy's just shoving it down. And then, and then so you're like, oh, okay, well, we don't get Verlander. Maybe, maybe we get a relief tonight. No, no, you get Charlie Morton from Morton Steakhouse, who's two and zero with a one point zero zero ERA. He's got twenty five strikeouts and six walks, and he only throws ninety six. So get, there's no relief. And and how chapped are you? That we're not getting Verlander because that would. I, although I don't think, especially today. Are, are they married? Yes. Is she, she really coming to a game in Seattle? She came last year. 
Yeah, the one where they here last year it was summertime. Oh, I don't know, but it's 60 out and she likes to come yeah, out in the sun. Yeah, but they're going to Anaheim. I mean, I bet she's got that circled. I going. think she's here. You think she's, well, she didn't hear if he's not pitching. Well, yeah. She but doesn't I, like baseball that much. I, she loves baseball. I, are, I know her. Are you, <laughs> follow her on Instagram. I know what she likes. I know what her, her, do, her likes are. Do you follow her? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, really? Can I just share? Oh, okay, no, that's an Astro shirt. Never mind. I was going to go on a tangent that just drives me nuts. Well, the, the, the people that come to, the ba- come to any sporting event mm-hmm. not wearing a different jersey or a, a shirt of the two teams not participating. Yeah. yeah. That, that doesn't get, bother you at all. It, it, like, I don't get it. What I don't like are the, are the mixed. Like I see a guy the other day at the at the Mariners game on Sundays wearing a Red Sox jersey and a Mariners hat. I'm oh, like, all right, dude, God, you know, dude, pick a team. Stone them. You want to wear a Red Sox jersey? Stone that's fine. By me. I don't care. Support your club. That's cool. I don't. I don't much care. But don't you know, the the mixed stuff. I don't know. I don't. I don't get that. But but I mean. Uh, Seahawks are playing the Packers, and, you know, Joe's wearing a Dolphins jersey. Right. And I just don't have time. Yeah. All right, let's head over to Safeco Field. Joining us, it's a, it's his pleasure. It's our pleasure. But I think it's a bigger pleasure for Nick Vincent, Mariners <laughs> reliever, to join for the very first time. Nick, are you ready for it? You are on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline. How are you, Nick? We're doing good. How are you guys doing? Smart? Well, you got, we're doing great. If you need any plumbing, uh, it, here's what you don't realize. Just for joining the program today, uh, you get plumbing service from Beacon Plumbing, a guaranteed. Whatever you want, yeah. just make the call. Just tell them, Nick Vincent, I was on KJR. Give me my free plumbing uh, assessment, and they'll do it right for you. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> who's who's the most likely of your teammates to clog up a toilet in the locker room? Who, who would you pick out of the other 24? Who, who would be most the guy likely? you'd say? Yeah. yeah, most likely. Who would be the guy that you'd be able to give this to who could really use it? Daniel Vogelbach, for okay, sure. Vogelbach. Well, boy, Nick, that really, I get it. That, that, that just fits, doesn't it? Hey, Nick, we, were, we, were, we weren't laughing necessarily, but we were looking, you know, watching the game last night. We're like, oh, geez, we asked this poor guy to come on the radio today, and he goes out last night and has kind of a tough night. You've been in the game long enough. I'm sure you have, well, I don't know, I'll ask you. I mean, do you, do you have routines? Do you have something afterwards to, to make sure you, you, you trick your mind into not obsessing about last night because your, your year so far has been pretty good. How, how do you, what do you go through after last night's game and then having a quick turnaround for today knowing that they very well may need you today to make sure that all that stuff is out of your head from last night? Uh, I mean, in the younger, younger part of my career, it was definitely what I'm used to the night. But uh, now I'm more as a veteran, veteran uh, guy in the bullpen. I mean, you, you know those days are going to happen, like, Made one bad pitch yesterday, but a lot of bad stuff happened, and that's just part of baseball. It's, that's just going to happen sometimes. You're going to make pitches, and balls are going to go through. Some guys are going to make some mistakes, but that's, I mean, that's your job on the mound is kind of just minimize the damage as you uh, <clears throat> see stuff kind of unfolding. But for me, now it's I mean, you know, this is the next day, and there's a long season. There's 162 games, so it's you have one bad outing, you know, you just shake it off, and then come out of the next day and just go out there and try to get out. Nick, how, how do you guys assess the start of the season so far? Uh, it's a good start. Better than we have the past two years, that's for sure. We're usually we're kind of a slow-starting team. But uh, this year, kind of in spring training, we kind of came together as a group and said, we, hey, we need to start off better than we usually do because that's our biggest problem is starting off slow. But we got a good group of guys this year. It's a good good mesh of uh, older guys, younger guys, kind of everybody's having fun and staying loose in the clubhouse and, you know, doing stuff together, going out to dinners and going to – movie together or something or whatever, hanging out in the hotel rooms on the road and stuff and just kind of getting to know the guys and 
you do that more often, it's going to be an easier clubhouse to play in. I'm glad you said that because, you know, in baseball, you'll get people that, that will say that's not necessarily players, but maybe who, guys who cover it. I always like to refer to them, Nick, as baseball guy. You know, you know who baseball mm-hmm. guy is, that fan who's like, who is like the expert in all of, all of the land and has every answer when it comes to baseball. And they'll say, oh, you can't worry about losing those games early in the season because it's such a long season. And I always think, yeah, I don't treat it like the NFL, you know, or college football. But, you know, the games that you lose, you know, you guys have lost seven games so far. At the end of the year, those seven games are going to count against your record. So, I, I mean, there is also you got to balance it. There's an importance in winning, you know, those early games. But you can't, I guess, obsess over the losses. But we would all agree, getting off to a good start is the most ideal situation. Yes. No. It's always better to start off winning games and then start of losing games coming off the back, because then you start pressing early, and then that's not an easy way to start the season. But yeah, I mean, we started off a little bit better this year, and. I think the guys, like just, just like I said, they're just more relaxed this year, and you know they know these get they get out hitting wise. The next guy's going to go up there and try to get the job done for them. So it's a you know it's a team game, and you know it's having each other's back. Ems reliever Nick Vincent is our guest from Safeco Field. Ems and the Astros will wrap up a series at about twelve forty. They'll get started at twelve forty today, uh, Nick. Those of us who observe these games, you know, we have obviously a different attitude than those who play it, but we're all humans. Did you guys as a team, or did you personally, or maybe you and another guy on the team, ever kind of have an uh-oh moment in the first couple of weeks when you have all these weird injuries? I mean, Zanino gets hurt in a batting cage, you know, and Nelson turns his ankle on a step. I mean, all these crazy things that stacked up so quickly on you. Did, did, did you think, oh, man, this is going to be tough? I mean, I know you're going to say, well, we have guys who step in and do the job, but, but you're only human. Did you, did you think, man, this is, this is going to make getting off to that good start that we all agree is a good idea. It's going to make it harder. Uh, I mean, it definitely makes it a little bit harder, but, I mean, Jerry does a great job of building this system and then having guys that can back up guys. So I think we're, we were in a good spot even when those guys did get hurt because that guys come fill their spots and do a very good job. So that's a good thing with this, with the Mariners, is they've, they've got guys in AAA and AA that can come up and fill a spot for a week at a time, a month at a time, and we can still go out there and compete with anybody. You guys um, you guys talk amongst yourselves leading up to this series that this was a, again, I'm, I'm asking this because it's so early in the season, a big series. How did you guys view it? Did you guys talk about this? And was there an extra importance on it? Was there a discussion of, hey, this is a measuring stick where we're at as a ball club? Uh, I mean, this is definitely a measuring stick on how we're and what what things we need to work on and what stuff we don't need to, but uh, I mean, the Astros, they're, they're a good team. They got from one through nine, their team's <clears throat> the best lineup in the major league hitting-wise. Um, and then they, and I mean, they didn't get worse. They went out and got a couple starters, and now they have pretty much five, number one and two starters for their team, so we know if we can go out there and compete with these guys we're going to be able to compete with anybody nick i remember doing a story with you for the mariners magazine a couple of years ago as i recall you're you're a dog guy right don't you have a couple of dogs or a dog yeah i got two we got two dogs uh a little four pound little yorkie and then a little 70 pound boxer and and am, am i making this up or wasn't one of them named griffy yeah the, the boxer's named griffy i named him uh after King River Jr., but that was before I even came up to the Mariners and everything. So that was kind of uh, ironic that all happened. How's How's Griffey doing? Is he Is he uh, He doesn't care if you win or lose, right? You have a good outing. Griffey's the same as if you have a tough outing. That must be fun to get home if Griffey's around because he doesn't give a flip what the Mariners do. Yeah, no. All he wants to do is chase the ball. He doesn't care how your day, how your day was, what not. 
But uh, <clears throat> he's doing good. And then we had a baby girl in the offseason, so that's another thing to get your mind off the game in the offseason or during the Jordan season. So you obviously grew up, being a California kid, you grew up liking Griffey, I would assume. Yes. I mean, I, mean, I think anybody grew yeah. as a kid playing baseball growing up in the 90s, it was Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, he's just the way he carried himself. His, I mean, his swing was none like any other. He's just so perfect swing. And then him just hitting home runs and just kind of walking out of the offense. <laughs> so I think everybody playing wiffle ball stuff growing up was definitely a, you tried to hit from left-handed side, you were trying to do Griffey. I got one more serious question than a series of dumb questions, but that really is just my personality. I, I ask a lot of dumb questions, Nick. Uh, Anthony Rizzo, did you see his comments the other day about he'd be in support of playing uh, less games uh, because whether they, he just said, hey, listen, we're playing way too many games. I'd like to see the, the baseball season uh, shorten. W- where's your stance on that? How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm pretty old school way approach about the baseball game. <clears throat> I think you just you, you don't mess with it. It's been around for so long. And I just think we start changing the game more and more. It's not you're going to lose more viewers by doing that. I think. And like I said, I'm very old school. And I, I mean, hush, you do it's a lot of games, but it's also that's part of the game. It's like it's a grind. And sometimes you're not going to be able to see those teams that start off real slow and then come off that come off a good second half, and they make the playoffs and they go on and start winning. They go win the World Series. So it's, I think it's just it's part of the game. And I mean. It is what it is. I mean, it's baseball. That's we know what we signed up for. It's not going to change. I don't think anytime soon. All right, so, all right. I don't know. It's just, that's what that's what he thinks. But it's, everybody's everybody's different. All right, indulge me. You've been you've been here long enough. You've got almost three years now. So you've kind of you've understood the kind of the culture of Seattle. Are you a you a beer drinker at all? Uh, yeah. You I got, got everything. A, you got you got a favorite beer around in the Pacific Northwest? Have you landed on one? I haven't landed on one out here. Really, you're in like the yeah. beer craft beer capital of the world, Nick. Right here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm in San Diego is the same thing. Oh, yeah, San so Diego, Diego beer is not there. that was, good. Uh, <laughs> pretty good. But I'm, I'm big on the Ballast Point Sculpin. Oh, and, uh, you and your Sculpin. Uh, everybody <laughs> in San Diego's on yeah. this Sculpin. If I wanted grapefruit, I'd go to the grocery store and go buy a grapefruit. I don't need to drink <laughs> a grapefruit. I'm going to go suggest to you. There, you you play at this wonderful ballpark. I want you to head about a mile and a half south. There's a great brewery named Georgetown Brewery. They make Manny's Pale Ale, Lucille IPA, Bodhi Zaffa IPA. Now, the Bodhi Zaffa IPA, my friend, was named the best IPA in America. So there you go. It's it's a mile and a half mile and a half from where you work. But Georgetown, I'll have to try that. Georgetown <laughs> Brewery, and then and then lastly, be honest. It's just you, me, and Gas. I think there's two other people listening. One is my mother. <laughs> do you color the goatee that's really black? I don't. You don't? It's all natural. Oh, my God. He's 31 a, for crying out loud. Well, He's so, not as old as yeah. us. Well, but it looks colored. It looks so black. But It, right. it looks a lot darker because I, I try to keep the outside clean shaven so that it makes it pop out more. There you go. Nick, uh, love it, man. Uh, have, uh, have a great season. Go get him today. We'll talk to you in the future. So thank you, guys. Good talking. Yeah, there he is. Uh, Nick Vincent, uh, Mariners reliever. Struggled last night. Had a, uh, Everyone kind of had a tough outing last night, but he, he's been a solid bullpen uh, force. And 
Three years a, now. He's he's been you know pretty years, reliable. Pretty yeah, reliable. Yeah, real, real, real reliable. And a huge golf fan. I wanted to get a series of golf questions. So, so we'll, we'll have him again later because I want to follow up on the Griffey the dog thing and say how do you handle that? Because clearly he's now met Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. Griffey comes back about once a year and he doesn't. He comes to spring training. So clearly Nick has had the time to walk up and say I'd like to you know you're you're my hero. It's nice to meet you. I'm sure awesome. guys do that with Junior all the time. Sure. Now do you then offer up? I've got a boxer. That I named after you? No, or do, I think do, that's weird. You think that that's yeah, that's I'd like to ask him. So that'll be our next interview with him. We can ask him: Is that you know what do you do there? Do you say to Junior, "Hey, I named my dog after you," or do you not say that? Well, my natural when he said that, and I did not know that about him. Mm-hmm. My 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 first follow up to him was going to be, but I didn't do it. Was has he ever taken off from Montana? <laughs> Yeah, don't, let, don't let him out the backyard and keep an eye on him because next thing you know, he'll be on the phone to Chuck in Montana going, I am done. I quit. <laughs> and I wanted to follow up on the dead, on the Vogelbach. I don't the think we need to, clogged up the bathroom. I'll, I'll say that as the guy who asked that question. I don't think that question needed a follow-up. He gave uh, an answer. I think we move on at that point. All right. If you like to pinch and dip and go to a baseball game, I'm going to tell you, King County says you may not be able to ever do it again. We'll discuss that next. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. Say, I'm very excited about about what's going on down here today, Puck. I got to tell you that I think this is brilliant, and I'm glad it's finally happening. Niner Nate uh, has arrived. How about a round of applause for Niner Nate, everyone? Everyone's fired up. The ten people at the bar who are just sucking down rum and cokes. They're fired up for it. Mimosas over here. They could care less about Niner Nate. Niner Nate's here. He's not wearing the Garoppolo jersey as he promised. He's wearing his sweatshirt with Garoppolo on the back of it. But that's fine. I'll let him pass. I've heard that he did that because he's afraid he'd ruin the Garoppolo jersey because he's he's under the impression that people are going to be physically violent with him. But he's a big guy. Nobody's going to get in his face. Cross our fingers because he's going to go around and do some fan on the street interviews for us. Yeah, we've come up with a brand new uh, an idea a bit that no one in media has ever done before right. man on the street man on the street and, and so we're putting we're putting nine or eight on the street today it's a day game he's going to go around if you see a big goofy looking fellow walking around the streets uh, uh, in and around Safeco Field wearing nothing but Niners gear. That is Niner Nate. Go say hi to him. Yeah, because sure you already know who he is. Here's the thing. The man on the street interview concept, when it originally started, was to hear what the man on the street thinks. It's really morphed into the best way to do man on the street is to make sure your guy asking the questions is a bigger character than yes. any of the numbskulls you talk to on the street. And he is by, you've been in this business a, a lot longer than I have. I mm-hmm. mean, I, have yeah. you come across anyone like Niner Nate. Before. Well, I'd heard so much about him, you know, before I met him. I'd, I'd heard of him and, and, and knew of his legend, and then I met him, and, and he lives up to he it. Just lives up to he, it. He definitely, he's part of our poll question today. He Are is, you aware of that? That's right. Uh, uh, please give me the, uh, the the daily gas man Twitter poll question. So today, it's an exciting day for a certain type of NFL fan today. I'm not sure who they are. We talk about the draft all the time. I get get why people are into the draft, okay? I'm not personally into the draft. I don't care. But I get why people are. I almost get why people are into the combine, although I still just, I, I don't know. But... No one will ever be able to accurately accurately explain to me why anyone would sit down and watch a two-hour-long TV special on the NFL Network announcing the release of the NFL schedule. It's yeah. a two-hour 
show. It's a big deal to some people. On, on the Nate, would you find out what this guy wants? Because he's yeah. looming over us and he's yeah. ruining my story. See, so and, find and, out what's going and on he's, here. He's, he's lingering too close and he's wearing a husky sweatshirt. He's, and if he's wearing a cougar sweatshirt, I'm all good. But a husky sweatshirt, yeah. I, I begin to become uncomfortable. I don't think he's wearing a shirt underneath that sweatshirt. Get some security, Nate. Uh, oh, so, okay, so anyway. I didn't need to see that, sir. So, so, so my, my poll question today is what would you watch? What would you, and because I'm going to assume that a lot of people like me are going to go, I'm not watching a two-hour show where they go, okay, in week 11, the Philadelphia Eagles, as they have done twice a year well, for 900 years, will play the Washington Redskins. Well, here, here's here's what I, I laugh about the the release. And it, it's not I, I'm not going to be going home and DVRing and waiting Who for would? the release of the schedule. Well, some people it, it is for you have to acknowledge for some people this is a big they love this day. Why? Okay, but see this you're going to play eight home on, games and eight road games. See, you're going to play your teams in your division I'm gonna, twice. I'm going to argue for him for a second. It's the same people that would ask me, why do you care about the Valero Texas Open today? Because, because I, because, well, but, but, or, or they would ask me, why do you care about the, so they play a match play in Austin, Texas. You know what I did? I went, they do a, they do a TV special to draw the pairings for mm-hmm. it. Okay. I went home and watched it because it interests me. I know it doesn't interest anybody else. Yeah. I don't know what the equivalent in, in, in NASCAR or soccer would be. But I, I don't know. It's just for some people, they like it. I, I, it's I, not my cup of tea. I can I understand it. watching a golf tournament because it's a sporting event that's happening. This is like, like I said. I mean, I bet it's really, I bet it's really nerve wracking when they announce the divisional games. Like, oh well, my god, I, we're going to play the Niners I, again twice this year. This here, is like twenty years. How you, could I have ever guessed that? And, and for and for people and for people who don't realize, well, and I think most people do. I mean, the schedule is already out. You already know who you're playing. You, the, all that is happening tonight is. You know, who are you, at what time and, and what day are you going to play them? I mean, their home schedule, you already know you're playing in their division, and then you're playing the Chargers, Cowboys, Packers, and the Vikings. Yeah. I would say this. this again, doesn't I'm not rushing home for this. Mm-hmm. But here, the other thing, too, is people are interested in it, especially our friends from up north, because I was talking to Bill, who runs the, the wonderful Silver Cloud Inn. Right. He says at 5 o'clock, when this thing comes out, uh-huh. they normally take like, oh, uh, Maybe like 170 calls mm-hmm. a day for you know for, mm-hmm. for reservations. He says it's in the thousands. He says he usually staffs like two or three people at the front on this day. Mm-hmm. Or excuse me, mm-hmm. on a normal day, on this day, he staffs seven people. Because wow. the, the amount of Canadians at 5 right. o'clock that right. call right. to book everything, you know, it, it's a big deal. Here's a big deal to me. So they're away opponents. They have the Lions, Raiders, Panthers, Bears, and Broncos. I want to know when they're playing the Broncos. Right, My wife's right. from Denver, so I'd like to go back there and watch them if we can, you know, work it out. But well, th- look, this is all good and well, Puck, and I, I understand all that. You can accomplish the same thing by what they used to call a press release. Put it no. out at three o'clock this I afternoon. Know. Here's the list of games, and Bill's people would be busy taking calls. You and your wife would be planning a weekend but getaway are, to Colorado. You are get, but this is a two-hour thing. This is the NFL but, creating news that's not news. But, but if no one watched, they wouldn't do it. And everyone I'm watches. Sure, they would because it's the NFL Network. But, it's on twenty four seven. They've got to have something to fill up okay. all the dead time. I'm, I'm gonna if we can find TV numbers, I, and I'm just gonna make a prediction. Mm-hmm. I bet you tonight, yeah. the release of this on the NFL Network will be the best. Will be the most watched event today. It will top. What are the playoff games tonight? It, it'll top the NBA it'll and NHL the NBA, playoff. I games. bet you anything. I, I'd, I'd be willing to buy you lunch on that. All right, all right let's bet, bet lunch. You lunch on let's that. bet lunch on that because, what's it, because the NBA, the way, I know that it will top the NHL because no one watches the NHL. No one does. Yeah, and, and the TV it, numbers are terrible. Uh, again, you call yourself sports fans. Well, well I just 
Look, ladies and gentlemen, I don't, Kansas I don't. City is playing the Raiders again. They've played twice a year since 1960. Amazingly enough, they're going to play twice a year again this year. We've got an exclusive I, reporter hey. standing outside Kansas City. What do they think? Well, they're amazed that they're playing the Raiders. It's the dumbest I, I concept I, for a show I, I have ever heard. I don't understand the obsession of it. But again, I'm not in that world that is obsessed with the schedule and who, when you play who and when and well, where and why. I mean, that's, that's just... That's just not my thing. Now, because anytime the schedule comes down, like I already know the schedule now, but I'm always, I just stick to my – it's always 12-4. and four. I've gone 12-4 and four since I was 10 years old. Now, this year I might have to you know, massage that a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, well, it's here's a the thing. thing. I've but I would say this for the NFL. They have – they have created news it, where there isn't news. They have made but, people think this is a news story when, in made, fact, it's not. Sure, but they've made people to watch it, and people watch it. I I, I would love to see, because, again, what else are they going to show? Redskins 16, uh, look back two well, years ago to the highlight film. But, I mean, but you they've, know, they've got a network. I understand they've got to fill it with programs. Shoot, you can do the same thing with this station. You can find a lot of the crazy stuff we talk about and go, what are you doing that? Well, because well, we've got a lot of time to But if to the NFL network were, wasn't around and they didn't own the rights to this thing, you're telling me ESPN wouldn't do this? Of course they would. At five o'clock Pacific, they would. Re- they would I, have I, a whole special. They probably have a special that coincides with this thing. Yeah, they'll analyze what the analysts are saying of on course. there. All right, so here's some other options of what you would watch at Gasman 206 instead of the two-hour-long at NFL schedule release <laughs> show on at NFL Network. There, are, there are four choices. Would you watch uh, Puck and Gas talk politics? <laughs> Would you, would you watch Softy alphabetize a bag of M&Ms? Would you watch Niner Nate tell Niner stories? Or would you watch Ian preview the WHL playoffs? That uh, actually sounds pretty reasonable, I, actually, that last one. I think I'd do Ian. I'd vote Ian. Uh, right now, 42% said that the preferred choice, and this wouldn't surprise you, is Softy alphabetizing a bag of M&Ms. Because that would take two hours, and it would be, and it'd be entertaining. It'd be fun to watch. Uh, 34% say puck and gas uh, talk politics. People would love to watch that, wouldn't oh, they? I'd, I'd love to give 10 minutes today on, on one of the more idiotic council members that we have in this city today, but I know it's a wrong medium to do it. And, and 17% say Ian previewing the WHL playoffs. And Stop. amazingly enough, 7%, dead last, 7% out of 113 votes thus far say they'd tune in to watch Niner Nate tell Niner stories as opposed to watching a two-hour show on, look at this, it's amazing, ladies and gentlemen. Hang on, I, this is, I'm just hearing this now. The Rams and the Cardinals. Cardinals are going to meet in Phoenix now. It's actually Glendale. It's a little west of Phoenix, but they are going to play there again this year. This is a rivalry that goes back many years, but again, it is going to be renewed this year. The, uh, back to you, Rich. Yeah, guys, I actually have numbers on this. I actually found some numbers there from a, for, from a couple of years ago, okay. but here are the exact numbers of the combined schedule release. Uh, it got a combined 470,000 viewers. Meanwhile, NA, uh, NBA and NHL playoff games total was at... Uh, three point seven plus another two hundred thirty-three thousand, so about four million. So it got decimated by uh, NBA uh, and uh, NHL. The NFL Network isn't as. Uh, this is where you're. Where, you're, where, did, where did you find, keep in mind? I'm Jackson, not, you're getting a lunch out of this, pal. Okay. Sportsmediawatch.com. Okay. All right, then I'm wrong. Here's why, and here's why you're wrong, Puck. If this was on a well, network, I want to first of all, I want to. I'd like to double check the numbers. And that's fine. I, I, I agree. We're not going <laughs> to. Although I personally trust Jackson, I don't want to be a man of high character. Yeah. Tweeting you it now. Look, okay. this this is the thing. The NFL Network doesn't have, you know, as, as look. If this was an ABC or even an ESPN, then I think your bet might have some. I agree with you. The NFL, because again, all credit to them, they've done a brilliant job of taking something that's not a news story that was for years and years and years a press release. 
and saying, you know what, we can make this a, we can turn it into a two-hour thing, and we'll have singers and dancers and guests, yeah. and Rich Eisen will tell jokes, and it'll be great, and we'll put it on our network, because we do need, look, if I'm the NFL, I'm doing this, because we need something to fill the network yeah. holes. You can't keep showing, you know, the same stuff over and over. I mean, you do, you kind of have to at some point, but. Yeah, I, I, I mean, Again, I get the, the the I get the thirst for it. Again, it's just not my thing. But you know, whatever. I mean, there's a lot of things that that I don't like that other people like. I love that I painted you into the corner of your defending I'm something defending that you don't, that you don't, I don't watch. Like it. You I'm, I'm not going to watch you it. You can't. Stand I don't it watching Russell Wilson interview <laughs> quarterbacks yesterday. But people are obsessed with that. I'd find that more interesting. I, I didn't watch it either. But I'd find that interesting because okay, Russell Wilson's a, he's an interesting cat. He loves to have attention on himself, and yeah. he loves. I, I think he does believe that he can maybe mentor these young guys a little bit. Yeah. I don't want to expect I mean, so the, I've watched that. That's more entertaining to me than, what, than reading the schedule. Okay, what entertains me about tonight, I don't need a show for it. I just need a press release. But, you know, like, you know, tonight, I just, want to, I just want to know, okay, who they I'm curious who they open up with. Can you imagine? And, and I'd like to know when the when the buy is, just mm-hmm. for giggles. Mm-hmm. I, you know, how many primetime games are they going to get this year? I bet they're not going to have many. Maybe one or two. That's right. Yeah. And then, and then, um, and, and just for me, selfishly, is the Denver one. If we can go mm-hmm. back and, and see family, I'd Sure. Can I tie it around going to watch the Broncos and, and kick John Elway's ass? That's sure. It's always not the – well, oh. he's there. He's the he's – the, Oh, yeah, he's, he's the Grand the Poobah, dog, yeah. who USA Today, if I don't know if you saw this, just did a, um, a poll from agents uh-huh. who are the best GMs to work with. Uh, John Schneider was number three. John uh-huh. Elway was like third to last. Thank God, because he's an ass. <laughs> there you go right there. That's, and that's coming up tonight at 11 o'clock on the NFL Network, Is John Elway an Ass? It's a three-hour roundtable panel discussion where they will discuss various things about John Elway's life and then let the listener or viewer come to a conclusion uh, as to whether or not he is an ass. King County says you're an adult, but you can't dip. We'll discuss next. Now back to Puck and the Gas Man on your home for Seattle's best NFL draft coverage. Sports Radio 950, KJR. As we continue to debate uh, ratings in the break between the uh, the yeah. NFL draft tonight and the NHL and the NBA. Here's what I just a point of clarification here, and you I'll, and I'll buy lunch. Pop. Hold on. You owe me what lunch. I was saying was not combined, because what Jackson read on the air was a combined ratings of the NBA games, all of them. Well, no, I'm talking I'm talking about one show versus <laughs> one NBA game and the NBA I'm going to lose the NBA one. I think I may win an NHL one. Maybe. Uh one the show tonight on the NFL network compared to an NHL game tonight. Uh-huh. And what you sent me, the first one you sent me, Actually, the com- oh. the first one you sent me, which I don't know what year that was from 2015, the combined viewership on ESPN NFL network for the schedule release was 470,000 viewers. Oh. The Wizards-Raptors game on NBA TV was 233. Canucks-Flames on the USA Network was 245. So it beat it. Can I, okay, now to clarify, those are the only two games right. that, that, yes. that the schedule is beat. Now, here's the other side. I didn't those, say it would those, beat everyone. Right, okay, so that I I, actually wasn't a combined number, because if you we look at the second link that I sent you, you will see that the 3.3 and 3.7 million are actually individual games. The 3.7 million actually being Dallas, Houston. The 3.3 being Boston, yeah. Cleveland. So that wasn't combined numbers. Combined numbers are in the, first the high one millions. First one you sent me, I win. So you, you can, uh, by two by games. I just got a text from Mike Silver. It turns out the Saints and the Falcons, who have played twice a year every year since 1967, are going to again this year play twice. It's it's a huge story. They've got an hour long special scheduled at noon. I have some actual news. Are you, are you ready for some news? Is this it is, good? No. Uh, <laughs> what? Not good. Ace Mariner reporter Tim Booth with an exclusive here oh, is no. reporting. <laughs> no what? 
<laughs> Please. Rick Riz is staying back from the upcoming road trip to have torn biceps tendon surgery. <laughs> this injury happened in the same pickup basketball oh game. Oh, my Dave God. <laughs> How about don't play pickup basketball anymore, so, Mariners? So in the same game where Dave Sims ruptured oh his Achilles tendon, and, and Dave's having surgery today on that, Rizzy's got to have torn biceps tendon surgery. The Mariners <laughs> are down to, like, just some guy from the from the, the Hit It Here Cafe and, and Gary Hill as their broadcast. Gary Hill's going to be doing all the games. And and, and, and listen, a Murrow School graduate classmate of mine who's and should be doing it, no disrespect, I mean, with Riz, too, should be doing it full-time. He's that good. But So they'll need another broadcaster. So so Goldie is going to, I think this actually, because Goldie was at this game, too, and I'm starting to think maybe he... Why couldn't Goldie get hurt? Well, because Goldie planned all this to make sure his star continues <laughs> to rise within the Mariners organization. So they're down to just Goldie on TV. This is unbelievable. And, and now Gary Hill, the great... Someone get i got to get Gary on the show. I, hopefully he can He's been terrific. He's done a great... Considering awesome. he was signed to be the engineer guy, well, and he's both. got the experience. But, but he does both. Right. He, he fills and, in and then does the engineer. Yeah, and he, you know, he carried Gross's bags for seven years over there at Seattle U. He's qualified. He's yes. qualified to handle these things. Uh, but well, there's only one person I want them to bring back to team up. He can, he can do play-by-play. Ron? Yes. Let's bring Fairley back. Bring, start it now, Martinez. And I know we'll, we'll come up with the idea, but you guys will give credit to the flagship and all that. I know that's how it works. Uh, Ron Fairley, that's who we want. Let's get Fairley Yes, and I want Ron Fairley. Still, hey, I'll tell you what, still one of the greatest calls in this franchise's history. See you later. Junior's home run that night, man. I mean, that's a spectacular call by, by Fairley. Jackson, just so you, don't, you, you may not pick up on it, that's okay. Find that highlight, Ron Fairley, Ken Griffey Jr., see you later. And when we go up to break, play that. The I, kid has it. done it. Oh, I love it. Hey, now here's an idea. Nine or eight. There's a guy in a Bagwell jersey, so you could go yeah. ask a guy like that. Like, so you're wearing a jersey. Yeah. Who is that? At nine or eight. It's almost at eleven o'clock. The game it? starts at an hour and a half, and you keep sitting in here loitering. And at what point are you going to get out and do your man on the street stuff? Yeah, see, at some because he's not going to do it. That's what I'm guaranteed. He's not going to do it. He's going to chicken out. out. The, the security guy just came through and kind of side eyed him. Gave him well, a big I mean, side eye. Like, you're, you're, you're not having a drink. I want another Starbucks incident here. I mean, you better order something. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Can you Can believe I? Rizzy? Got got hurt in the same game since Of course I can, because, I mean, these guys are out there playing pickup basketball who have probably haven't played pickup basketball in 25 years. Yeah, I can, I get it. I <laughs> just, you know, it, it, God it, bless America. It, 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 it gets me, I'm sorry, you were going to say something. No, it's fine. Off track. I want to, I want to get to this tobacco get to thing. The dip story. No, Let's it's do, fine. No, no, no. Tell me what that, because I, I saw the headline, but I didn't read. Are you, do uh, you chew? Uh, I, I, I do chew like on road, long road trips. Uh-huh. I don't do chew daily. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very rare that I do, but yeah. long road trips and occasionally when I play golf. Right. Okay. Yeah. I but, tried, I tried once and was no good at it and immediately decided this is not for me. Oh, I did it. And it's, yeah. yeah, here's what I don't like about, so people that don't understand. So the King County, they may not have seen the story. The King County board of health is set to vote on Thursday in a proposed ban on smokeless tobacco at professional sports venues, so Safeco, Centrelink, and Key Arena. Um, and, you know, and it really affects this because it's everybody. It's not only fans, but it's the players. They want to ban the players. And, they're, and, they're, and their point is they don't want the 10-year-old fan, because they quote, I love when they get a 10-year-old quote in a story, they, yeah, quote, right. a, they quote a 10-year-old <laughs> kid saying about Ben Gamble, where is it, um, my favorite player is uh, Ben Gamble, says one 9-year-old, I see Ben uh, Gamble spitting tobacco on the ground all the time. I don't want my heroes chewing tobacco, says the uh, nine-year-old. Good, good for you. Sounds like a smart nine-year-old. Doesn't, yeah, sure. doesn't mean you have to ban it. Here's what I think is this so dumb about this. Okay, let's, let's ban 
smokeless tobacco because you don't like the kids don't like seeing their heroes spitting on the field. And mm-hmm. that's weird. How, does a nine-year-old know that that's tobacco? Maybe they do. I don't know. If my eight-year-old goes to the game and sees Ben Gamble spitting outfield, she's not thinking, oh, is that Copenhagen or Kodiak down there? <laughs> but this is what I love about, and I don't know how if the Mariners are behind this. Mm-hmm. I, it, this sounds like a King County uh, board thing here. Nine or eight's about to go out through the emergency exit. So let's ban, let's ban the smokeless tobacco players and then, and then fans in the stadium, right? Mm-hmm. And the mom and dad that are at the game with their three kids. Yeah. But let's let mom and dad go suck down four 16-ounce IPA beers and drive their kids home. That's okay, though. It, it, it's such a mixed message. Now, I think baseball, though, has banned it in the minor leagues, right? It may so have. So maybe this yeah. is another just another step of that. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, why don't we let baseball police baseball? Why baseball wants to come out. let people... They're adults. Right. Do their what own decisions. they would like to do. There, and yeah. they want to chew and they want to ruin their gums and they want to face the, the issues down, you know, later in life. Mm-hmm. They've made that choice. Yeah. Let's and, stop policing them. Well, and I don't I don't think it's King County's place to police them anyway. You know, let no. let, let the, the people, let the let the Mariners, let the major league baseball, let them determine it. Listen, if you don't like the the spitters that are in the ballpark and cleaning up and spilling on things, I get that. Do what my buddy the Magnolia Belly does and just gut your chew. I mean, that's that's smart. <laughs> you want you want to get somebody to quit chewing real quick? Tell them you can't spit it out. You got to swallow it. You got yeah. to swallow it. Yeah. All right, uh, coming up at the top of the hour, we have headlines, and then Curtis Crabtree, our uh, Seahawks Mariners reporter, would join us to uh, not only break down the game today, break down the season for the M's, but also uh, let's go over some storylines with the Seahawks and the NFL draft coming up next week. And the first pitch from back to Swagger. There it goes! See you later! Upper deck! Griffey has tied the Major League record!